Welcome to episode 27 of Art Pays Me, the second half of the Art Pays Me live episode recording, this time featuring Elana Camille Simovich. Thank you to Elana, Elana, I pronounce her name wrong all the time because I know her on, online and then seeing her in person just trips me out and I have to remember her name is Elana, not Elena. <laughs> Uh, and also, so thank you to her and Jordan for taking the time out of their schedules to uh, participate. It was very fun, very informative. Make sure you check out Jordan's interview on episode 26 if you haven't yet. Also, I want to thank East Coast Creative Collective for partnering with me on this event to make it a reality. It really would not have come uh, together if it had not been for the hard work of Allison and Shannon and I want to send a special thanks to our other partners, the Foggy Goggle for the venue, Glitterati Communications for the design, Allison K Consulting for marketing, Visual Arts News for free donations and product, Fraser Photography helped with the photography, and Preserve Retreat for contributing um, a ticket to the Preserve Retreat in the prize pack. And now let's get to some housekeeping. On Saturday, October 19th, I'll be at the Nova Scotia College of Art and Design Port Campus for Portfolio Day for an hour or so. Uh, It'll just be to answer some questions. I'll be offering feedback if anyone wants any on their portfolios. This is mostly directed to people who are interested in attending NASCAD and want to just learn more about it. So if you're a listener, make sure you say hi if you see me. And then uh, on the next day, October 20th, I'll be at the Preserve Retreat that I just mentioned, speaking about exceptional pressure and what it feels like to be a driven black man in a world that doesn't necessarily see black men uh, in positions of power or sees them as the exception, not the rule. Uh, And uh, next event... I'm participating in. I'll be at uh, part of Halifax Pop Explosion. I wish it was because I have a, a hot new rap album that I'm trying to promote, but it's not that. Uh, I'm actually doing a live podcast recording, but I'm interviewing a rapper. So, I mean, I guess that's as close as I'm going to get to putting out a rap album at this point, maybe maybe someday. Um, so it'll be Maje, who I'm interviewing. Really exciting dude, or I like his music, I'm a fan of his energy, and he's Halifax-based. Just uh, accomplished some interesting things in the industry that I'd like to dig into with him. And uh, yeah, so uh, other podcasts on the bill will be Optimistically Depressed, Nighttime, Momgasm, and uh, yeah, it'll be a fun event. So if you are interested in coming, it's at the Carlton on October 26th. Doors open at 4.30, show starts at 5, and it's free, 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 free. So make sure if you want to get put onto some uh, new podcasts and you're in the Halifax area, come check us out. Now let's get into the episode. What up, artists? My name is Dwayne Jones. I'm the creative director and founder of a lifestyle brand called Art Pays Me. This is the Art Pays Me podcast, and I'm passionate about finding ways that people like you and me can make 
a living for ourselves off of our creativity and you know maybe we can make the world a better place at the same time let's get into it this time we have elena camille simovici is that how you pronounce it no it's uh, simovic actually simovic yeah, okay romanian mm-hmm. okay okay yep we got some uh, eastern european i do lots of Lean in. Okay. And you've got some Beijing uh, background in you. Yes. So okay. I guess should I introduce myself? Yeah, introduce yourself. What yeah. do you do? Okay. So hi, everyone. I'm Elena Camille, uh, Simon Beach, and uh, I'm an illustrator artist and a fancy blanket word that I created myself, a creative content producer. Um, yeah, and that's me. And like Dwayne was saying, I um, I come from a very diverse background. I don't know if we should get right into yeah, that, go for but uh, my mom, she's uh, Bajan, so she's from Barbados. Uh, she is a black woman who's Christian, and my dad is a white guy who is from Romania, and he's Jewish. So very diverse background right off the bat. Um, I was born in Toronto, uh, grew up in Singapore, in BC. While we were in Singapore, my two brothers were born there, so you can imagine their uh, little diverse complexities that they have right off the bat, too. And um, after graduating high school from B- in BC, I moved back to Toronto with the idea that I was going to be a news anchor and study journalism because I love to talk. And I thought being in front of a camera would be exactly what I wanted to do, uh, writing articles for a newspaper. I thought that was my thing. Still love to write, but I found a slightly different path while I was in Toronto, uh, which has led me here to Halifax, where I am now. Oh, wow. This is <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Elena is like such a ray of sunshine, as you can probably tell. Like, I've, she has come to a bunch of events that I've been involved in, and people always love Elena, and this is, this is exactly why. She Thank just you. She brings the room. Um, what were you like as a child as far as like oh. creativity? Oh. Were, were, you, okay. were you like perform? I, I feel like you were performing in front of your kids. Oh, dear, yes. Uh, there is a famous picture in my family. It is me modeling on top of a chest. That's, that was me. I like to be you know, in front of the camera. Uh, no, but my, mom's early, my mom told me that some of my earliest creativity activities, if you want to call them that, uh, she would put me in the basement in front of my easel and I would be content to stay there all day just painting away. And that's really, I, I've always been creative what, and not necessarily in a painting or an illustrating way, but musically, um, I started out playing the recorder as I'm sure a lot of people did, uh, then moved on to the melodeon and ukulele. That would think that was like grade five and grade four and five. Uh, moved on to the flute then moved on to the saxophone, then moved on to the djembe. Um, so creativity has always been a part of what I've done. I studied photography in high school. Um, I did journalism in high school. I, mm. I've just always, I, I've always had this need to be creative and to satisfy that mm. in some sort of way. And you sing secretly, apparently. <laughs> I don't even know how you found that out. <laughs> yes, uh, once upon a time, I did try out for Canadian Idol. So, uh, and more recently, I actually sang at my mom's wedding in February, which was in Barbados. So, uh-huh. yeah, surprised a lot of family members 
doing that, but that was a one-time thing. So were they like, <laughs> I've never seen you sing, you can actually sing? Yes. <laughs> one of my cousins cried, and I didn't think I could make him cry, but he actually, he's like, I was crying. I was like, I, okay, I'm, that's great. Right. Yeah. So I feel like, were you a late bloomer as far as doing the illustration stuff professionally? Yes. Absolutely. Um, it kind of came about when I somebody placed a tablet in my hand. Um, at the time, I was working for Yorkdale Shopping Center in Toronto. I was part of the marketing team, and during the time that I was there, we had a lot of new uh, and first-to-market retailers that were coming to the shopping center, uh, the Windows Store being one of them. I think it was like their first international store, if I remember correctly. It might have been their first North American store. Can't remember exactly, but in any case, uh, some of my managers came back from a trip and they said, here, we want you to play around with this tablet. And I don't even know how I found the art app, but I found the art app and I found that there was a style. I was like, oh, there's a stylus. And I, mm -hmm. I just started illustrating and um, that's really how it started. So uh, I think the next year I bought, you know, my iPad mini that I was talking to you about mm -hmm. earlier. And I just started posting things online. I think the first one of the first illustrations that I posted, um, the PR from this fa uh, fashion brand reposted it, and then the designer saw it, and I was like, oh. I'm like, okay, maybe there is something to this. Mm -hmm. um, and then I think maybe within that year, after you know, posting illustration after illustration, uh, one of my previous contacts from college, my college days, contacted me. She's like, hey, we're having this event. It's, uh, you know, internal and it's for our clients, but would you want to come and do live illustration for us and illustrate our clients that are there? And I'm like, sure. Uh, I was nervous as heck. It was my first ever time, you know, being at an event like that, uh, showcasing, illustrating in front of people, um, despite being you know, very talkative. I am also very shy. Mm. So it was a big, big deal for me to be doing that. But I then started to clue into the fact that there was money to be made doing something that I loved. So, mm. so your style, it feels very old school fashion illustration-y. But I talked to you about that. Yeah. And you said you don't, you're not necessarily just a fashion illustrator. You're no lifestyle, all of that stuff. Yeah, I, I usually like to say I'm a lifestyle and fashion illustrator. Um, I always like to have the fashion aspect because that is so much of who I am as a person. I've mm -hmm. always been into fashion, uh, I guess from the time I was like a toddler or maybe not, maybe a little older. And my dad gave me an evening bag and a day bag and I have a thing for bags. If you, if you know me, like don't, don't come to my closet because it's filled with bags more so than shoes. And I know that some women things, some women's thing, but uh, not mine. Bags are my thing. Um, I've always loved fashion. So, but at the same time, I love travel and I love food. I love food so much. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but travel, like those, I, I really like to try and illustrate things that fall under those topics. Yeah. Um, and it, it helps me to stay focused. Otherwise, I feel like there isn't much of a consistency in terms of what I'm doing, and consistency is something that I've had to work really, really, really hard at. Yeah, I was going to ask you that, because yeah. when I look at your work collectively, you've mm -hmm. got similar, like you've, you've worked with a lot of pastel colors mm -hmm. as well, you've 
you have a very specific aesthetic. So that was intentional. That was intentional, yeah. And um, in terms of what I've posted as of late, if you go to my Instagram and you look at the last, I would say, uh, maybe 12 posts, um, I'm taking a bit of an Instagram hiatus, so you won't see anything past uh, September 4th, I think it was. Um, but most of those posts have follow a similar color scheme, and they feel, mm. you know, they follow a similar uh, look, if you will. So it, it really helps to keep me focused and keep me consistent. Otherwise, I just feel like I want to draw everything. Mm. Yeah. Is that is that color choice inspired by Barbados in any way? Um, no, I mean, well. It's more so the brand colors that I chose. I recently uh, rebuilt my website, um, and or I shouldn't say rebuilt it. I built my website, and uh, I was looking at brand colors, and I was like, I'm really drawn to bright, bold colors. And these particular, I think, four or five colors, they really stood out to me, and that's what I decided to kind of use on social media um, to showcase my work. Mm. So another thing that struck me about you is you come off very nice and sweet, but I think you've got some serious hustle that's in there that, <laughs> that is, because you didn't move to Halifax that long ago, no. and you got on my radar pretty quickly, and you got on a lot of people's radar pretty quickly. So how did you do that? Um, to be honest, so uh, when I moved to, I moved to Halifax, I didn't even say this, I moved to Halifax, I don't know what's going on. There he is. That's my husband. <laughs> um, I moved to Halifax for love, and uh, this guy right here. Um, and I was like, okay, you know what? I'm moving here. I don't really know anybody. I want to know what the creative scene is all about. So I just started following people and going to events and, you know, again, shy girl here, so extroverted introvert, if you will. Um, I just started introducing myself to people, being like, Alana, you've got to do it now. If you don't do it now, the chance is going to go. So I just kind of sucked it up and just started introducing myself to people, started talking to people. Uh, the first year, I worked with Atlantic Fashion Week. Mm -hmm. I was their uh, official fashion illustrator for that year, for 2017, and that's because I started a conversation and, you know, just put myself out there. I was like, if I don't do this now, will I look back and say, I wish I had? Mm. So I kind of look at things that way and that's how I'm like, do I proceed or do I just back away? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah, because that, that's one thing I think that a lot of us struggle with is putting ourselves out there. I mm -hmm. definitely struggle with it. I stay in the house. Really? So. I mean, you, but you seem like you're so out there, too. Like, I, I'm surprised by that, because you seem like you're so out there. Uh, uh, you do your not, thing. It's not easy. <laughs> it's not easy, no, but, I mean, it, in today's day and age, like, I'm trying a thing right now, and it's a little test to see if I can promote my business without using Instagram or yeah. Twitter. Ah, yeah. I'm really, okay. I, I'm working really hard to do that, because... I don't know about the rest of you, if you're on Instagram or not, but you might have noticed a significant decrease in your engagement and who is seeing your posts. And especially as artists, we want people to see our art, whether they're going to buy it or not. You want people to see your artwork. You want to be able to share that. You create something, you feel so good about it. Mm -hmm. And then Instagram's like, oh, I'm only going to show this to five people. Yeah. But, you know, that's okay. And you're like, no, that's not okay. That's 
The whole reason I'm posting on Instagram is to share with my audience who has already opted in to follow me. Mm -hmm. And if you're not allowing it to break that barrier of more than, you know, if you have a thousand followers and only 20 people are seeing it. Yeah. What, 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 why put all that effort into that platform? And, you know, Instagram is like rented space. It's not your own. Mm -hmm. Instagram could come tomorrow and say, I want to shut down your account. Then what? Yeah. You know, so right now my focus is my website, um, SEO, and Pinterest uh -huh. for the long run, for the long game. <laughs> okay, long game. I yeah. like it. I like it. Do you have any specific creative influences? Um, everything influences me in different ways. I know that's a little bit of a broad yeah. blanket statement, but like, like I said, I love to travel. So when I travel, it's I always feel like that's an instant reset button for mm -hmm. me so um like I I was in Paris in June and I spent the whole time like I've been to Paris a few times now and I was like Stunt. okay sorry <laughs> <laughs> I love to travel I really do I, I was there for soccer though oh, actually okay. full disclosure I was there for the <laughs> women's world cup but nice. um again sports fanatic and um I, I really feel like travel is my reset button, but I was even having a conversation with Otney right here earlier, and because it just made me think of this, when I started doing this, I guess, uh, two years ago, so 2017, uh, and really when I kind of landed in Halifax, I was like, how do I want to brand myself? Mm -hmm. So my Instagram bio said something like, writer, blogger, photographer, illustrator, artist, this, that, that, and I'm like, do people really know what I do, though? <laughs> I'm like, probably not. And it took a friend saying to me, she's like, I look at your account, I don't really know if you're an illustrator or what. I see a lot of food pictures and travel pictures, but I don't see a lot of artwork. And I'm like, oh, okay. That was a clue in to change things up and, um, you know, really showcase what I wanted to be known for. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you if you have any specific business influences. Do you look at, like, say, a Marie Folio or someone mm. like that? Um, wow, there there is a few. Yeah, I guess Marie Folio is a really good one. She's, like, doing her thing. Uh, Jasmine Starr. Mm. I know she talks a lot about Instagram, um, but I still really like how consistent she is. And I think, you know, not to sound preachy about it but consistency really is key it's you know if you're not being consistent you kind of lose people because they don't know what to expect and people are creatures of habit so yeah. they'll see you post something routinely 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 over and over and over again and they'll come to expect it and if you don't follow that same routine you kind of lose people I find anyways no yeah I agree I agree um so it's in terms of like priority, mm -hmm. do you think about, like, most of what you do is selling product, or yes. is it mostly client work? Um, it's mostly selling product, but I, and, and that's what I fully intended to start with. Oh, okay. Um, so a couple years ago, I was like, how do I, you know, what do I do? So when I moved to Halifax, I was actually still working full-time for my job in Toronto, which was an advertising and sales job, mm -hmm. um, and they allowed me to work remotely for a bit until they were like, okay, well, you're not here anymore, so right. see ya. Um, and funny enough, just a week before that happened, uh, one of my old PR contacts, 
from Toronto was like, hey, we have this brand and we're doing a product launch. Would you want to illustrate for us like something to go along with it? Because we have this idea. And I was like, yes, <laughs> you know? So it kind of started off with client, more client work than product work. The product work actually came probably later that year, 2017. Um, and over the past couple years now, I've been doing markets and um, I actually run a food business with my family in Ontario. So oh, okay. um, a lot of my market experience comes from that, festivals, etc. cetera. Uh, and I did try to sell some of my artwork while we were selling food, which was a bit of an interesting combination. <laughs> uh, fashion and food, sure, why not? Yeah. Fashion and fish cakes. Okay, um, and it was act it's actually a Bajan business, but uh, or a Bajan food business, but um, that's where my market experience comes from, um, and I was, you know, I did well at those markets too. Like, you know, I think there was one instance where I was kind of getting frustrated. I remember because I more people were buying fish cakes than my fashion prints, and I was right. getting a little frustrated because, like, when I when I'm in food selling mode, I'm really in food selling mode. I'm like, hi, how are you? You know, how's your day? And then I know. And like then when I did my very first uh, like craft market, I realized I couldn't be that same person. I had to step back a bit and say, <laughs> okay, let the people come, let them look, take their time, and then engage with them. But when I'm selling food, I'm literally like, hi, how are you? What can I get for you today? Like, what are you interested in? How's, mm -hmm. you know, where are you visiting from, et cetera, et cetera. So um, it was a completely different, uh, different scope of, putting my work out there, but yeah, the print, client work came first, the prints came, and product came after, and, um, but I'm quite enjoying doing the, the product work, but mm -hmm. I'm trying to now segue more into doing editorial, because I have had a couple opportunities this year that um, really showed that, showed me that I enjoyed doing the editorial side of things. Okay. Yeah. Do you ever play with the, uh, like, wholesaling accounts? Yeah, um, actually my, um, so like wholesale, wholesaling and consignment. So um, I actually have my prints in Lost and Found yeah. right now. Um, I had them in Train Yard General um, as well last year, I think it was for the holiday season. And um, I definitely, that's another priority of mine that I'm really now, you know, pushing for to get my product out there so that it's working for me even when I'm not necessarily promoting it. Mm -hmm. um, but again, that's when I turned to Pinterest too, because like the more, like Pinterest isn't like instantaneous, like you see something right away necessarily. You might see something like five months down the road, but you have to put the work in first in order for it to do the work <laughs> for you. Yeah, I, I, that's good advice. Uh, I think Pinterest is one of those those uh, marketing tools that's bubbling up and yeah. it's going to be the big thing. Coming. Yeah, and I think what people have to remember too, Pinterest isn't a, uh, it's not a social media platform, it's a search engine. Yeah. It's a visual search engine. Which so is perfect. For artists, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So. So, like when you are coming up with a product, mm -hmm. how do you go through that process? It literally, like you said, you're just looking, you're just going through life and saying, that would be a great print. Is that kind sometimes, of yeah, sometimes. Sometimes I'll see, um, I'll see a, like uh, someone wearing a certain texture or a yeah. print, and I'll say, oh my god, that would be amazing as a skirt or as a top. And then I'll just kind of create the concept mm -hmm. again using my iPad, and um, or I'll sketch it out on paper. And 
that's how it'll start. Or I will see a building and I'll say, you know what, that would make a really good watercolor print. Mm -hmm. And then I'll just go and I'll try and replicate that using watercolor. Um, it really can be mm -hmm. anything, yeah. So yeah, I, I saw that you've been starting to push in towards that what actually like watercolor and paper-based things. Mm -hmm. Have you start considered venturing into the gallery? space? Yeah, that's always been a uh, kind of a dream of mine. Um, I had an opportunity, I think maybe about three, four years ago, where I did have my artwork showcased at an event, uh, in an event space. It wasn't necessarily a gallery, but um, it was pretty cool to have my paintings on the wall and showcase for everyone to see. Um, but that's definitely a further down, you know, mm -hmm. the road kind of... Uh, well, maybe not further down the road, but it's something that I want to work with. Yeah, yeah, like right now, for example, Halloween's coming up. So what I've been illustrating for the past week are Halloween costumes, like Catwoman, you know, right. things like that, Poison right. Ivy, right. things like that, um, a pirate, <laughs> you know, different things. And I try to, and I also like to keep things seasonal as well. Um, I like to think, and again, this goes back to my marketing days. Mm -hmm. I look at things, the year in like, quarter chunks and I'm like okay what's happening in this quarter well it's Halloween it's the holidays um growing up we did Hanukkah and Christmas so I have to be fair to both of those you know mm. those holidays um and so I'll start to think about like as of August I'll start to think about holiday and then work back mm. so this is really smart this is really using your art practice as a business. Mm -hmm. And then you could do what? If you really want to do other fun stuff that's yeah. completely out of season, you yeah. could do it. But you have to also think about what people are talking about in the moment. Yeah. Um, if you're able to, if, if your art um, style permits you to, because, um, again, it's not always possible depending on, you know, what kind of art you do. Um, mm -hmm. If you're able to, you know, pump out different prints just like that, then... Mm -hmm cool like you know use that to your advantage but um try to yeah think about what people are talking about but again at the same time also stay true to you because there are a lot of times where people are like oh you should do this you should do that you should mm -hmm. and I'm like no I was like that's not me it's not you. Yeah. that's not me yeah so you're you didn't you're largely self-taught yeah right? yeah I'm all self-taught do you ever find feel any imposter syndrome uh that? I think in the beginning I felt very much like, oh my gosh, am I, are people going to take me seriously? Mm. Are they going to look at my artwork and be like, what, did she like stop learning in elementary school? I don't know, yeah. you know? Like, I, there were so many different thoughts that going through my head, and, um, but at the same time, you know, I've gotten to a point where I'm like, you know what, I'm me. Yeah. This is my, this is how I draw, this is how I illustrate, and that's just the way it is. You know, there are tens of thousands of other fashion illustrators around the world, like, I don't know how many. There's tons, there's mm -hmm. tons. Everyone has their own distinct style. Some people are a little bit more similar mm -hmm. um, than others, but that's, you know, at the end of the day, I always remind people, I'm like, you know what, you, when you are the artist, people are also looking to you as a brand, mm -hmm. um, and that, that's what, where they're making their connection as well, not just to your artwork, but to you. Right. So um, that's what differentiates me, I think, from other people. So what's... Uh, that's great. I, I was going to ask what piece of advice you would give, but uh, I would assume that that would be it. Is that? I guess so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, just 
yeah, just kind of stay true to you and um, just remember that when people are looking at your art, they're also looking at you and there's a connection there because you're the one who created that piece of work. Okay, so what's next? Any big projects that we should know about? Um, pretty much just launching my holiday collection. Um, hopefully in the new year, I will have expanded my product line. Right now I just have tote bags and prints, but I'm really looking to grow my product offering. Because, um, I mean, one thing my mother <laughs> says to me all the time, she's like, that would be great on a mug. That would be great on a t-shirt. And I'm like, yes, mom. Yes. If you want to buy my whole stock, go ahead. But uh, no, I, I appreciate my family's support. Uh, they've been really, really great. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping to work more in editorial um, illustration and, uh, and definitely growing uh, my wholesaling, the wholesaling side of my business and my, my, my product offering as well. So yeah. Cool. Where can people find you online? Um, even though I'm taking an Instagram and Twitter <laughs> hiatus, uh, Instagram at Alana Camille Creates. And even though I pronounce my name Alana, it's E-L-A-N-A, -A, uh, C-A-M-I-L-L-E Creates. And my website is the same, alanacamillecreates.com. And on Pinterest, Alana Camille Creates. So, yeah. Dope. Any questions? <laughs> oh, we got a question. Hi. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, try, I'll repeat it, actually. I okay, should repeat okay, it. Okay, cool. Um, so, I, I'm a fellow, fellow uh, visual artist illustrator awesome. as well, and I did take a look at your Instagram feed, yeah. and uh, like, kudos to you, I see a lot of similarities between your work and my work in some ways, and that you also seem to admire like very deliberate choices and, and somewhat simplistic and minimalist, yeah. I mean those in, in good ways. I have some people with you, like, simplistic, how dare you? Yeah, no, like, no, I, I know like what you mean. What, yeah. I like what you, you've done. Thank um, you. And, and I'm interested, uh, something peaked with you when you said, um, you know, you're inspired by everything and you're tempted to do everything. Yes. And I very much feel the same way. And mm -hmm. I know if you were to look at my Instagram feed and you were to go back two weeks, you would see something of like, doing this and then do this and yeah. this. And I really admire that you were able to kind of stick to this one thing. Uh, so my question is, uh, in terms of focus mm -hmm. and in this day and age of Pinterest and Instagram and Twitter and mm -hmm. everybody else's influence and everything looking amazing. Yeah. Um, and all this temptation to do everything. Yeah. What's your inner dialogue like when you're illustrating and how do you stay focused? Um, my inner, oh, sorry. You have to repeat Yeah, I'll just repeat it. So <laughs> if I can condense that. Sorry. Uh, sorry shout out, actually, <laughs> shout out to Liz Mack. She was on the podcast. She, incredible artist and illustrator and all of she that is. good stuff. Um, she asked, how Elena basically stays focused on maintaining that style. Is that cool? Yeah. yeah. Um, I would have to say, so I think I've come to a point where I know what is natural to me as an artist. Um, I know how to start my base fashion illustrations, and I'll always kind of go to that to start my figures, for example. Uh, and then I will almost look at what, was, what inspired me in the first place, and does it fit under the three things or four things that I constantly like to talk about as my brand, brand as a whole? So if it doesn't fit under fashion, food, you know, travel, or lifestyle, lifestyle's pretty broad in general, I know, but if it doesn't fit under those four categories, I kind of nix it. And or most of the time, I'll, I'll finish the illustration, but sometimes it doesn't, I don't post it because I'm like, 
well, it's just for me. It's just for me. And sometimes it ends up being a warm-up sketch more than anything, and that's okay. So um, I've really, really, again, I've had to work super hard to focus because my mind goes a million miles per minute. And like I said, I want to illustrate everything, but I know that if I want people to recognize my artwork when I'm not even there, I need to follow those you know, those general rules of following what my brand topics are, looking at the color scheme, um, looking at the style, does it, does it match what my other illustrations look like? And sometimes they don't really, like sometimes I'll do a very, a more realistic style of fashion illustration versus a more of a flat, you know, flat style. Um, and, but inherently they, they still are part of the same tree group, whatever you want to call it. So that's, that's kind of how I, I try to focus myself. And Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Any other questions? Oh, sorry, oh. good. Uh, we'll go with here first. Okay, sure. So my question has been two parts. Okay. Um, I know that you said you're taking a hiatus from Instagram yeah. and you're trying to um, move your focus away from that and more onto your website. Mm -hmm. um, so how do you leverage um, that focus on your website versus promoting on Instagram and Facebook and all of these platforms that um, it's becoming more and more important for businesses to use mm -hmm. um, just without feeling like you're being left behind. Yeah. Um, so that's question number one. Okay. And number two is you mentioned Pinterest yeah. and I think um, yeah, Pinterest is definitely coming onto a lot of people's radar. Yeah. Um, I'm just wondering how exactly you use it yeah. um, to your benefit because with so many visuals being created, mm -hmm. like, it can be difficult to put your stuff up there and not get it swallowed amongst the rest mm -hmm. of Yeah. So, so the question is, how, are you, how is Elena, uh, Elena, yeah. <laughs> um, driving traffic to her website yeah. if she's not using these other Instagram and Twitter mm -hmm. and then how are you leveraging for the second question how are you leveraging Pinterest to do the same okay so uh, the first question so how am I running my business basically off of Instagram and Twitter um, aside um, is SEO and I'm really teaching myself a lot about SEO um, and that's why my website and Pinterest go hand in hand because SEO I mean, SEO really, like whether it's Instagram, Twitter, everything's picked up. Oh, sorry. Everything is, oh, sorry. I forgot about that. Um, so I'll start again. SEO um, and for my website and Pinterest go hand in hand. Uh, and all every social media post is picked up on, on your website uh, or on Google. So if you're searching for something, sometimes Instagram posts come up, sometimes Twitter, Twitter posts come up, uh, Pinterest posts or your website content. And what I'm trying to focus on right now, like I said earlier, is my website. So uh, a long time ago, I used to be a blogger, and I wrote a lot of blog posts. And then when I started to do illustration, I tried to marry the two together. So that's basically what I've gone back to doing. So I have, um, you know, in, the other day I was, I think it was yesterday, I was like, okay, where have I been travel-wise in the last five years? And I started to produce a list of all the places. And even though I've, I went to Rome five years ago, I can still create evergreen content, content that doesn't have to be dated, to say, five years ago I went to Rome. 
I can say, are you planning your next trip to Rome? Here's how you can spend three days in Rome. And then along with that, I've created an illustration of a Vespa, and this is true story because I was actually creating the Vespa illustration last night. Um, and that's gonna go into my post. And then when I'm done with my post, I'm gonna go back and I'm going to make sure that my, the certain keywords that I've selected are repeated throughout that post so that when I'm then taking that same content and transferring it over to Pinterest, I'm, I'm using that same kind of formula to create my Pinterest post. And Pinterest, isn't, it's not gonna happen tomorrow. It's not gonna happen a week from now, maybe. It might, I don't know. But I'm focusing on what will happen, you know, in the long run. So um, that's primarily how I'm working without Instagram and Twitter. And Instagram, just because I haven't seen the same engagement that I had a year ago, two years ago. And my following was much smaller then, but I still had a higher engagement. My follower following count is higher now, and I have less engagement. Um, I'm seeing more engagement from stories, Instagram stories, than I am from Instagram posts in your feed. And I know feed, you know, posts disappear after, like, maybe someone will see them, maybe they won't. Chances are, most likely they won't, based off of whatever algorithm Instagram decides to throw at us, you know, today, tomorrow, or next week, right? Um, so that's the first part of the question, I think. And then what was, the second one was Pinterest, right? So how am I using that? Um, so I'm pretty much just taking, so I will post, um, if you go on my Pinterest, you'll see I have uh, boards called my blog board, I'll have a shop board, I'll have one just for illustrations, and the illustrations one, um, I've been taught that I should fill it up with pins from other people so that Pinterest realizes, oh, this is a board about illustration, and then start pinning my own illustrations in. And a few of my illustrations that I've already pinned have gotten a lot of views, which is great, but now I'm looking, okay, how do I convert that into clicks? So I'm, I'm teaching myself, like, and I'm finding it a challenge, which I enjoy, like thoroughly enjoy, because uh, I'm like nerding out on SEO information <laughs> and books and stuff like that. Before it was email marketing, because that was my last, my last like full-time job was email marketing. That's what I specialized in. Um, and I sort of do that now, but again, I've taken a hiatus from everything uh, for the past few weeks. Um, and but eventually, I'll I'll get back to Instagram eventually, but just not right now. Yeah. Does that answer your question? Okay, great. <laughs> I love that you got to learn to love the business. Yeah. A right, question for Jordan? Uh, you my question. Oh, oh, did I? <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Question was answered. Any other questions? No. <laughs> she's going to call Chris a lot. She looks like she's going to ask a question. Make up a question, Chris. <laughs> Told you I was going to put you on blast. Uh, that's it? Okay. Right. Well, thank you very much. Thank you for having me. You survived the upstairs artery fantastica that is hot weather, good drinks, and good friends. So everyone, thank you once again for coming out this evening. We super appreciate it, both from Dwayne here at Art Pays Me and myself and Shannon at, at East Coast Creative Collective. 
and make sure, again, a huge thanks to Glitterati Communications, Allison K Consulting, Preserve Retreat, Visual Arts News, Fraser Photography, and The Foggy Goggle. Oh my goodness, we have a bunch of visual arts magazines if you want them. We have like a treasure trove, so we should get those out from the back. Yeah, if you want to leave one of those. But of course, you're all here to find out who wins the grand prize. This lovely thing right here. And just to let you know that we are open here until 10 p.m., so this was definitely the Art Pays Me portion. If you want to stay tuned for what East Coast Creative Collective does, we hang out. We drink beer, we nerd, we nerd out, and we get to know each other. So we welcome you to stay because there's more prizes to be won. $25 gift certificates to this fine establishment. And let me see here. And our next E3C event is October 24th. It is a attendee showcase. So if you want to show off your artwork to everybody else, you're going to mail it to us, and we're going to put up a big display for everyone to see your work. So our grand prize winner tonight receives Art Pays Me hat, Art Pays Me shirt, in your preferred size, even. Ooh. Two years subscription to Visual Arts News. Trev Clothing art, um, Air Freshener and Sticker Pack. And also, the other great opponent is a one ticket to preserve retreat through Blog Jam. So, Elena's been talking a lot about content and how you formulate that as an artist. Well, then, Blog Jam is going to be the place for you to help power that up in a very short time. Oh, 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 we got something else. I'm just going to add something about the Blog Jam retreat uh, preserve. I'm actually going to be speaking there myself. And it's a weekend at Oak Island Resort, so it will be crazy. All kinds of local bloggers for doing like face-to-face, -face, intimate, deep learning, deep work, and just connecting, having fun, and learning. It's fantastic. There's so much happening in this city, you need not go anywhere else. You can go visit Toronto, you can go visit Montreal, but it's all happening here in Halifax. Yeah, yes, look at you all here. So our winner of the grand prize this evening was dictated by the grandmaster thing known as electronic generator of numbers. And <laughs> electronic generator of numbers said 36-1, and that is actually Nicole Holland. Yes! Woo! Thank you so much for listening to the Art Pays Me podcast. Thank you to Langey Beats for the theme music. If you got anything out of this show, please rate, review, and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. The more you do this, the more reach the podcast gets, and the more artists I can help learn to make a living at what they love. If you want to know more about what I do, hit me up at artpaysme.com or at artpaysme on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Pinterest. See y'all next time.